everyone, and welcome to the Bold and Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and this is a very special episode because it is officially our one-year anniversary. The very first episode that I ever recorded sounded horrible because I didn't know what I was doing, but it was the week of the 4th of July was my very first episode. What I remember the most is Hope and Liam were on the roof of Forrester and the fireworks were going off in the background and Hope was telling Liam that she was pregnant. So we have made it a year together, guys. It's been really fun, but also a little stressful at times. This podcast is my baby. And it's absolutely a labor of love. I've met some amazing people. And I've loved every minute of it. I love all of you for your support. I could not do this without you guys. So here's to one year and hopefully many, many more. If you're new to the podcast, you may not know this, but I often talk about and bring up my husband. In honor of this very special occasion, I pinned him down and I asked him some questions and I have his responses for you guys. I think that you will find them quite funny. So without further ado, here is my husband, Joe. Who is your favorite character and who is your least favorite character? All right, my favorite character is Bill. The reason being is he doesn't ask for permission or forgiveness. He just does what he wants to do. So, you know, he could live by the sword or die by the sword. And yeah, pun intended. My least favorite is Brooke because he's just a dirty hoe. She's done ran through all of the Forrester men and even had sex with Hope's boyfriend. I mean, come on. And then you sit there and say, oh, I didn't know. I thought it was Ridge. No, nonsense. No man makes love the same way. And no woman makes love the same way either. She knew she was just being a hoe. (laughs) You're cracking me up. Okay, side note. If you are newer to The Bold and the Beautiful, Joe is not talking about Liam. Liam has never had sex with Brooke. The boyfriend he is referring to is a boyfriend that Hope had before she met Liam. He was a really cute photographer they were very cute together his name was oliver jones and he was played by the very cute zach conroy he was from guiding light he was on the guiding light and then he came to the bold and the beautiful and they were very cute they were very young it was like kind of like a puppy love because he was a little bit older than her but they were really cute together that is the boyfriend joe is referring to so what is your opinion overall on the whole hopes baby swap storyline at first it was cool something new something different uh, but that really should only lasted about three weeks. Now it, it's gone way too long, and it feels like three years. They really need to bring this to an end. I totally agree, and I also think everyone else who watches the show agrees with that also. Okay, I cannot let you go until I ask you this last question. Because you're a guy, and I'd like to get your perspective If you were Liam or in Liam's situation, what would you have done to Thomas when he was hitting on your wife while you were out of town? He's constantly undermining your marriage. What would you have done in that situation? Well, at first, when Thomas came to the house and I would be there and I asked him and then told him to leave, more than three times well then now you're trespassing so i probably just kick him in his nuts and then fish hook him now for those of you who don't know what a fish hook is it's when you get on someone's back and reach your fingers in between their teeth and cheek and pull and what that does it totally rips their cheek in half to where they have a permanent joker smile 
Wow, that's graphic. Well, guys, there you go. You've heard it here first. Brooke's a hoe. The storyline needs to end. Thomas would get fish hooked. And Bill's cool. There you have it. Thank you to Joe for being on the podcast. One day, I will talk him into being on for the whole recap. Because I think it will be hysterical. Next up, we have a message from Chelsea. She says, Side thought. Thomas seemed to know exactly how to get drugs to drug Liam. As if he's done it before. I wonder, did he drug Caroline the night he got her pregnant? I know they were drinking, but was there a little something extra in hers? Good question. I do know that she took some medicine, but that doesn't mean anything. She could have been drugged. She could have been drugged in New York, too, when she died. I mean, we don't know anything. But that's a good question, Chelsea. Our next message is from Ethel M. I'm sorry, but I think Bradley Bell has lost his mind. I'm not going to argue with that. I'm going to be perfectly honest. I am not going to argue with that. Good point, Ethel. Our next message comes from Mary Rose R. 40. I don't want to give her full name because I don't know if she would want me to. So, she says, sorry Emma had to die, but at least the episodes are much more interesting now. I wonder if Thomas will kill someone else. I wouldn't mind seeing more of Ridge. (laughs) And I hope Reese comes back and is found out. Me too, Mary. Me too. Thank you to everyone for all the messages. I appreciate them. You know, I love to read your comments on the podcast. Okay, let's get into the news. Okay, there are a lot of rumors going around that the truth is going to come out at Hope and Thomas's wedding. I hope this is true. Because that would mean the truth is going to come out very, very, very soon. I do not know this for a fact. This is just rumors, guys, that I have read in different places on social media. Next, something must be going on Tuesday, the 16th, because actress Nicole Posner is set to return to nanny duty as Amelia. So I assume something's going to be going on that Steffi and Liam both have to be at. Maybe the wedding. The last bit of news I have for you guys is that apparently Denise Richards' personal assistant, Mikey Ryan, is a huge Bold and the Beautiful fan, which is really cool. And he is going to be making an appearance in a cameo role on Wednesday, July the 31st. So keep your eyes open for a dark-haired, attractive waiter. And that's all the news I have for this week. Enough with the chit-chat. Let's get to the recap. Okay, y'all. I am going to go through last week really quickly. I just did the overview of what happened, so it won't take long. Just for anyone who didn't get to watch it or if you need to get caught up, and so we can discuss it a little bit. So this is July the 1st through the 5th. Monday, at the beach party at Steffi's house, Hope called Phoebe Beth and it freaked her out. Thomas drugged Liam. And of course, Liam was acting very strange. Hope got really upset at the way Liam was behaving, and she left with Thomas. Then one thing led to another, and Steffi and Liam had sex. I cannot for the life of me understand how Steffi didn't notice that Liam was acting so weird. 
He was not being himself at all. And I hate this whole drug storyline. Because Steffi's going to get hurt. Liam is going to feel bad. Like, I, the whole thing, I don't like it. How far are they going to go with this? How far? Wyatt and Flo celebrate moving in together, and they also have sex. That brings us in to Tuesday. Brooke takes up for Liam and his behavior at the party. She thinks maybe he's just unhappy. Then she warns Hope that she really shouldn't trust Thomas. Liam wakes up with a massive hangover, and he tells Steffi that he needs to go see Hope. So he immediately gets out of Steffi's bed, drinks some coffee, and goes straight to Hope's. What does that tell you? Okay? That says a lot to me. He goes to see Hope, and he tells her what happened with Steffi, and he apologizes for his behavior. He wasn't himself. He wasn't in his right frame of mind. Hope is devastated, of course. Who wouldn't be? And we learn that Thomas is coaching Douglas to ask Hope to be his new mommy. Then Thomas goes to Steffi and harasses her until she admits she slept with Liam. Hope informs Liam that since he moved on, she's going to move on with Thomas and Douglas. And this completely infuriates Liam. Anyone but Thomas. Steffi tells Thomas that they are not back together. She is not back together with Liam and that he's not fooling her. She knows he's happy for himself because he wants Liam out of the picture. Then Ridge stops by to visit and of course Steffi tells Ridge what happened with Liam and he's so happy for her. What is wrong with these people? Yes, yeah, Steffi, congratulations on being Liam's second choice. Congrats. They are getting the cart way before the horse. Hello, Liam is at Hope's saying that they never should have annulled their marriage. I mean, basically, Ridge wants Steffi to pressure Liam to choose her. Like, seriously, what is wrong with you people? Of course, as soon as Thomas finds out Liam is with Hope, he runs over to the cabin, walks in without even knocking, okay? And Liam's like, look, we're talking and you're interrupting. We're not done with our conversation. And Thomas pretends like he doesn't know that Liam and Steffi slept together, of course. So he, you know, he does his normal crap that he does and Hope tells him what happened. And then Thomas decides to yell at Liam, saying that he's rubbing salt in the wound and he's over there rubbing Hope's nose in it, etc., etc. So Thomas tells Liam he should leave. And ultimately, Hope decides that Thomas should leave because she's not done talking to Liam. And Liam tells her angrily, we never should have annulled our marriage. It's not too late. We should be together. And Liam insists that Thomas is evil. And he wants Hope to know she cannot trust him. And then he wants to know if Hope loves Thomas. Of course she doesn't. And she says as much. And it was really sad to watch because Liam tells her that he will always love her. And I'm like, could you please stop torturing everyone, please? So that brings us in to Thursday. This is the 4th of July. Thomas, Hope, and Douglas are going to watch the fireworks together. And Thomas begins to coach Douglas on how to propose for him to Hope. He literally coaches him on exactly what to say and then lets him know that he cannot tell anyone that his daddy told him to do it. What the F? I can't. I can't. How does Hope not see this is crazy? No, what is he, like four? Oh, I can't. I can't. So Liam is really worried about Hope, and he tells Steffi 
that he is really worried about her and that she's very vulnerable, especially to Thomas. And he doesn't want hope with Thomas because he thinks Thomas is obsessed with hope, not in love. And then the sad part comes and I'm like, I can't watch this. Because I keep remembering last year when Hope and Liam were so happy. Liam and Hope were thinking about last year and everything that happened. And it was a sad moment. Hope tells Brooke about Steffi and Liam sleeping together. Brooke is shocked and upset. And Hope is trying to stay strong, but you can see how sad she really is. A little bit later, everyone's watching the fireworks. Ridge and Brooke are discussing Hope and Thomas and Liam and Steffi. Steffi and Liam watch the fireworks with the girls the whole time. They discuss Hope because Steffi knows that this must be hard on Liam because last year at the same time as when they found out she was pregnant. And it's, a, it's really sad. It's like a bittersweet. Hope and Thomas watch the fireworks with Douglas and Douglas asks Hope to marry his daddy and be his new mommy. I can't. Come on, Hope. Open your eyes. He's like four years old. There's no way he thought of this on his own. And where did he even get the ring from? That's what my husband said. My husband was like, where did he even get the ring from? Like, has she not thought of that? What did he just leave expensive diamonds laying around? Alright, so that brings us into Friday. Liam drops by to see Brooke. And as you can imagine, Brooke is very worried and upset. She's upset that Liam slept with Steffi. Mainly because this will push Hope closer to Thomas. Liam and Brooke both agree that there's something off very off about Thomas. He's way too intense. Then Douglas comes downstairs and he tells Brooke and Liam basically that Thomas wants to marry Hope. So he gave Hope a special ring and asked for his daddy. And immediately they're upset because they know there's no way Douglas came up with this on his own. And they know that Thomas is using everything that he can possibly think of to get to Hope. Hope is shocked by Douglas's proposal and she's not sure if she believes Thomas had nothing to do with it. So for once, Hope actually questions Thomas. She finds it hard to believe that Douglas did this on his own. But of course... Thomas knows how to manipulate her and he convinces her that he had nothing to do with it and that he would do anything to make her happy. In my mind, I was thinking, yeah, including killing Emma, right? Xander tells Zoe that he knows Thomas killed Emma. Thomas Forrester is a murderer. Zoe, of course, doesn't believe it. I think she does believe it, but I... She's pretending she doesn't. And she wants him to let it go. But you know what? Xander is tortured by the secret. And all the lies. Like he just can't take it. So again. SOS. They have the same exact argument again. Zoe tries to convince Xander it was an accident. But he's not buying it. He's determined to expose Thomas. So Xander goes straight to see Charlie. So we can look at this security footage. Charlie has to leave to go help Jake, which gives Xander a chance to look at the footage without anyone seeing what he's looking at, which was very convenient. And he sees Emma leave in a hurry. And then he sees Thomas running to his car, jump in, jumping in and leaving in a hurry. So he knows Thomas went after Emma. And now he's sure that Thomas killed Emma. We had a cameo from Jake. If you don't know who Jake is, he's been on the show forever. He always has these tiny little parts. I don't know why he doesn't get a bigger role. But um, it was nice to see him nonetheless. And that brings us to the end of last week. So that brings us into this week. And guess what, guys? This week is 
spooky in more ways than one and creepy. So that is why you have the wonderful horror music at the beginning of the episode. Thomas absolutely sinks to a new low this week. And I have a lot to say about it. So let's get into it. Monday, July the 8th. We open the show at Brooke's house with Liam and Brooke. They're both very upset about the engagement. And Liam decides he's going to run down to the cabin and put a stop to this nonsense. But before he can leave, Ridge walks in. And he wants to know what's going on. Of course he does. So they explain to him what has happened. And Ridge stops Liam from leaving and going to Hope. He kind of goes off on Liam and he tells him that he is supposed to be with Steffi. Not worried about Hope. Then he gives Liam a speech about how good Thomas is for Hope. And how he's really honest and noble now. Okay, what the F? Okay, I'm like, wow. Wow, Ridge is so out of touch. So Brooke and Liam try to talk some sense into Ridge. But it's his son, so he's not hearing it. Which is understandable. And he even says... Why are y'all acting like Thomas is an axe murderer? Brooke basically is just trying to explain that she is worried about Hope. And then Ridge has the nerve to call Brooke Stephanie. He accuses her of trying to control their kids' lives. And he tells Liam to go home to Steffi where he belongs and not to worry about Thomas because he will keep Hope warm. Wow. Wow. Firstly, I'm sorry, but that's a compliment to be called Stephanie. And the fact that he is saying it in a way that it's not a compliment is unacceptable. Okay, she was bad. Let's be honest. Stephanie was bad. But she was doing it out of love. Or at least her, like, warped love. But that's not the point. He shouldn't be talking about his mother like that. And by the way, Brooke is just concerned for her daughter. Okay? She's concerned for her daughter's emotional and mental health. Like, really, Ridge? Over at Forrester Creations, with Charlie and Xander. Xander almost gets busted by Charlie. Because he's talking to himself out loud. And he's like, oh my gosh, Thomas is a murderer. And Charlie almost hears him, but of course he doesn't. Big surprise. And Xander leaves to go find Zoe. He finds her in the side office, and he's really upset. He tells Zoe that he saw it with his own eyes. Thomas killed Emma. And Zoe's, of course, like, no, no, what are you talking about? So he tells Zoe everything that happened. And everything he saw on the footage. And she's not convinced. She actually takes up for Thomas. And Xander gets really mad. He tells her that he's going to Brooke's house to get real proof from Thomas's car. Because Zoe tells him, look, all you saw was Emma getting her car and leaving a hurry. And then Thomas getting his car and leaving a hurry. Like, that proves nothing. She has a good point. Xander gets in his car and he goes straight to Brooke's house and he's sneaking around and he finds Thomas's car and he is determined that he's going to get proof. So he gets in the car and this shows how dumb I am because I'm like, what in the heck can he possibly find in the car? Well, he finds the keys. And guess what? The GPS. I forgot about the GPS. He goes, he logs on to Thomas's GPS and he sees that Thomas left Forrester because he puts in the date and he sees that Thomas left Forrester 
followed the route. He was on Mulholland. And he pulled over right where Emma wrecked. And Xander, that's it. Xander's like, I, I got him. I got him. I know that he killed Emma. And he didn't even call 911 to help her. So Xander is livid. Now we head to the cabin with Thomas and Hope. Thomas is pressuring Hope to say yes to Douglas's proposal. For Douglas, of course. Thomas is so gross. He is really pushing Hope because Liam moved on, you see. So she should too. And I'm like, ugh, I'm going to be sick. He's using her own grief against her again and again and again. And Hope is like, look, I can't forget Beth. And then that sleazeball actually says, trust me, Hope, Beth is in a good place, a much better place. Then Hope says, yes, she'll marry him and be a mother for Douglas. And then Thomas puts the ring on her finger and I'm like, why? But it's weird because Thomas is so happy. He keeps smiling and talking nonstop. But Hope is just standing there completely miserable and in shock. She actually excuses herself and goes into her bedroom. It's so obvious she doesn't really want to marry Thomas. She starts thinking about Liam. And, you know... We get a montage of them together, happy, and it's very sad. And then Hope comes back out into the living room, and Thomas is standing there with his shirt completely unbuttoned. With candles lit everywhere. And I'm like, okay, I'm creeped out. I am creeped out. There, I said it. It's creepy. Thomas tries to kiss her, but she won't let him. But of course, because he's a super creep, he tries to kiss her again. And she obviously feels uncomfortable. And she tells him, it's too soon. She needs more time. And he totally ignores her. I'm like, this dude is ridiculous. And she tries to tell him again that she can't be with him right now because she needs time. And that she's also really tired and would just like to go to bed now. So she goes off to her room and he's standing there with this creepy smile. And he says, soon, Hope. Very soon. Oh my gosh. And that's how Monday ends. Creepy. And it gets way worse, guys. So that brings us in to Tuesday. The show opens at the cabin with Hope. She's very unsure about her decision. She is thinking about Liam. And he is thinking about her. So Liam sends her a text. And it says, I know about the proposal. Please tell me you said no. Now we head over to Steffi's house with Liam and Steffi. Liam tells Steffi about the proposal and how he's positive Thomas coached Douglas on exactly how to propose to Hope. Then Thomas calls and Steffi answers and he tells her the good news. When Liam finds out that Hope said yes, he's devastated. Steffi tries to play devil's advocate for Thomas. Maybe he's good for Hope. Maybe she finds peace with him and Douglas, etc. But Liam is not buying it. Steffi tells, tells him that they are getting married and he needs to accept it. Oh, really? Because that's real convenient for you, isn't it, Steffi? Steffi, again, tells Liam to try to support Hope. Then she goes into the nursery and Liam grabs his keys, and takes off to go straight to see Hope. Over at Brooke's house with Thomas and Ridge, Thomas tells Ridge the good news, that Hope said yes, 
And of course, Ridge is, oh, he's so happy. He's over the moon. They hug it out. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations on tricking Hope. Good job. Then Ridge actually believes that Douglas proposed all by himself. Really, Ridge? Really? So Thomas is worried about Brooke's reaction, but Ridge tells him that Brooke will come around eventually. Don't worry. Then Thomas leaves to go see Steffi. Now we head over to Forrester with Zoe and Xander. Xander tells Zoe that he's got the proof. He knows Thomas killed Emma. Zoe, of course, takes up for Thomas. She can't believe it. He would never. So Xander explains that Thomas' GPS shows that he pulled over right where Emma crashed, stayed there for a few minutes, then got back in his car and drove off. He didn't even call 911 for help. Only a cold-blooded killer would do that. Poor Xander. He is so upset. He's crying. And Zoe keeps defending Thomas. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? Even though she clearly knows that he's guilty of at least seeing the accident and not calling for help. Xander wants her to quit defending Thomas. And he actually yells at her. He's like, no, stop. You've known this secret so long you've lost your whole perspective. Stop trying to manage me. Someone has to stop Thomas, and I guess it's going to be me. Now we head back over to the cabin with Hope and Brooke. Brooke is very upset when Hope tells her the news. She asks Hope, basically, what the hell are you thinking? Then she tells her, look, Thomas is manipulating you. Using Douglas, and it's despicable. She asked Hope the, I guess, the million dollar question. Does she love Thomas? Of course she doesn't, so she can't say yes. Brooke begs her and begs her to not marry Thomas. She even says, look, keep seeing him if you must, but please do not marry him. I have a bad feeling about this whole situation. Now we head back to Steffi's with Thomas and Steffi. Thomas is so, so happy. And Steffi is happy for him, sort of. Then Thomas finds out that Liam went to see Hope. And that pisses him right off. Back over at the cabin, Brooke is gone and Liam shows up to see Hope. And he's so upset. He wants Hope to wake up. He tries to talk some sense into her. And Hope admits that she gets up every day and fakes it. She pretends she's okay, but she's not. And Liam tries to tell her that Thomas coached Douglas to propose. And why can't she see that? He begs her to say no and change her mind before something bad happens. And that's how Tuesday ends. That brings us in to Wednesday. The show opens at Forrester with Katie, Brooke, and Donna. Brooke tells the women the horrible news that Hope is engaged to Thomas. And I loved Brooke's reaction when she was telling them because it's so obvious that she does not approve and she is disgusted by this. So Katie and Donna are shocked. And at first, they think she's talking about Liam. And then they realize that she's talking about Thomas. And the mood is very somber. That's for sure. Because everyone knows Hope is not in love with Thomas. So, Brooke explains everything to them. And Xander walks in. And he learns that Thomas is engaged to Hope. Which totally terrifies him. And he leaves. And then Katie and Donna want to know how all of this is affecting Brooke and Ridge's relationship. And she basically says that they are just avoiding the topic altogether. Now we head over to the cabin with Hope and Liam. Liam is begging Hope to change her mind about marrying Thomas. 
He tells her that he knows that he he knows that she does not love him, and Hope admits that that's true. But she loves Douglas, and that's enough because she can't keep living the way she's living, miserable. I do feel for her. I do. I get it. She just wants to feel anything but grief and misery. I get it. But Thomas is not the answer. Then Liam says, you know what? Will I ever be more than a walking reminder of losing Beth? And that kind of takes Hope off guard. And she's like, what do you mean? You're the love of my life. And Liam says, uh, well, baby, guess what? Your life is not over, so let me back in. And then here we go. The same SOS. SOS. He's with Steffi. He's got to do what's best for the children. Blah, blah, blah. Douglas gives her a purpose. Yada, yada, etc. Liam begs for her to not rush into a wedding. At least promise him that she won't rush into a wedding and then he he's so desperate he's like okay what if i find proof that he's a fraud and hope's like liam stop you do what you have to but my mind is made up and poor liam is devastated and he goes to leave and hope says liam wait please don't hate me and he turns around it was so dramatic he turns around and he's like i wouldn't know how and then he leaves get ready for the disgusting thomas show all right now we head to steffi's with thomas and steffi thomas wants to know why steffi hasn't done everything she can to lock liam down he actually says that steffi tells him what am I going to do? Give Kelly a ring and make her propose to him? And I'm like, whoa, whoa. I don't have a leash on Liam. The only rule in my house is that I get to be me and he gets to be him. Well, guess what? Thomas don't like that answer. Thomas then gets a call from Zoe. So Thomas is like, oh, let me get this call. And it was so funny because Steffi goes, oh, good. You're already irritating me. Thomas picks up and Zoe informs him that he needs to get to Forrester right now because they have a problem and his name is Xander. What the F? That two-faced little bleep. She is, uh-uh. What a great girlfriend. Right? What a great girlfriend Zoe is. What a two-faced little... I can't say it. Then Thomas hangs up and he tells Steffi that he has to go. But before he leaves, she informs him that playing on Liam's sympathies and emotions will never be her first or last resort. She learned a long time ago having someone's attention is not the same as having their love. And I'm like, wow, that is such a good point. But it went in one ear and out the other. Thomas didn't even really react. Then Ridge walks in with champagne. And he realizes he walked into something. They basically tell him that they have a big difference of opinion when it comes to Liam and Hope. Then he, oh, then Thomas really makes me mad because he actually says to Steffi, oh, okay, go ahead and keep cooking and cleaning for the guy that lives in the guest room. Rude. Even Ridge says, whoa, that is harsh. And Steffi tells him that she will live her life the way she chooses, period. And then he leaves. In the words of Nene Leakes, so nasty, so rude. Over at Forrester, Hope drops by to talk to the Logan women about the engagement. They all tell her the same thing. You can't marry someone you don't love. It will never work. Brooke tries to explain. 
that Hope is using Thomas and Douglas like a band-aid because she's hurting. But that is not the answer. Now we head back to Steffi's with Steffi and Ridge. Liam returns home and Ridge is not happy with him. He is not happy that Liam went to see Hope. And Liam tells him, look, if I have anything to do with it, she won't be marrying Thomas. Well, this pisses Ridge right off. And Liam explains that Thomas is clearly using Douglas to manipulate Hope. And Ridge says, you better watch how you talk about my son in front of me. Then Steffi is like, all right, enough, stop fighting. So Ridge tells Liam that he needs to respect Thomas. And he needs to leave Hope alone because she said yes. This makes Liam really mad. And he says, I know that you're his father, but he's full of it. And he's manipulating Hope. And believe it or not, Ridge holds his temper surprisingly. And he tells Liam that he has a lot to learn about being a father. And to tell Steffi there was no bloodshed, at least not today. And then Ridge leaves in a huff. Back over at Forrester in the showroom with Xander and Zoe, Xander is having a complete meltdown. He is freaking out. He is shocked that Hope said yes to Thomas. And he's ready to tell the truth. Of course, Thomas shows up and tells Xander he better watch making accusations about people. In other words, he better shut up. Then Xander tells Thomas way too much. And I'm like, Xander, stop. Like, don't tell him your evidence. He's going to go straight to his car and delete his history on his GPS. Like, what are you doing, Xander? What are you doing? He tells Thomas he has proof and he knows he killed Emma. And then he explains how he got the proof from his car and he knows what happened. He knows he, he was there. He knows he pulled over and didn't didn't help her. And I'm like, Xander, golly, this is bad. So Xander tells him, look, when I leave this room, everyone will know the truth. Well, this sends Zoe into a complete panic. And she starts crying and taking up for Thomas and Xander gets crazy and he's like I'm telling everyone the truth and then we get guess what SOS Zoe and Thomas talk trying to talk Xander out of telling the truth because if he does they will all go to prison and that's how Wednesday ends so that brings us into Thursday the show opens at Forrester with the Logan women, Donna, Katie, Hope, and Brooke. They are desperately trying to talk some sense into Hope. Everyone thinks that Douglas proposing was obviously set up by Thomas. But of course, Hope doesn't see it. And I'm like, what the F? I don't like that they are making Hope so naive. Brooke even tells Hope that Thomas is unstable. He's fixated on her. And Hope just keeps trying to justify Thomas's actions and take up for him. Katie and Donna both see that this is absurd. Then Hope breaks down and explains that losing Beth changed her. And this marriage will work because of her love for Douglas, Phoebe, and Kelly. Hope thinks that she is honoring Beth by being Douglas's mother. Wow, please get this girl some help. Hope feels like being with Douglas makes her happy. Liam's future is with Steffi and Thomas and Douglas are her future. So Brooke makes a last ditch effort and she says, look, Ridge would be so mad if he heard me say this, but Thomas knows how much you want to be a mother 
And he's exploiting it. He's using your love to make you his wife. Please open your eyes. But hope is not hearing it. It's going in one ear and out the other. And hope leaves. And then Katie, Brooke, and Donna discuss how insane this whole thing is. And they all agree that Thomas is playing her. And she just doesn't know know it. Then Brooke informs them that Ridge called her Stephanie. And Donna and Katie both disagree. Brooke is just worried and she has every right to be. She's just concerned for her daughter. Because Hope doesn't even realize what Thomas is doing. Now we head down to the showroom with Xander, Thomas, and Zoe. Thomas tries everything to keep Xander quiet. He even tries reverse psychology. He's like, go ahead. Go ahead and tell. Be the hero. But make sure you tell Zoe goodbye. Because you're all going to prison. And Thomas and Xander are yelling and it's getting heated. And Zoe begs Xander not to tell because she can't go to prison. She can't let him send her dad to to prison either. Zoe's crying and begging. And they make Xander feel so guilty and confused and upset. And he's crying. He tells Thomas, what kind of marriage would you have based on a lie? Like, this is a crazy Then he looks at Zoe and he says, what kind of life will we have with this always hanging over our heads? So he gives Zoe an ultimatum. Finally, they tell the truth or he's leaving for good. And I'm like, what the? That's not the ultimatum I was expecting. Zoe is desperate to change his mind. She tells him that she will go with him. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. We either tell the truth together or I'm leaving and going back home alone. And he just basically says he can't be with her because he can't even look at her every day anymore, knowing the secret. He feels like he doesn't even know her anymore. And she won't listen or reason. So he's done. Zoe begs him to reconsider. But Xander says, that's it. I'm gone. I'm done. I can't take another minute of this. Goodbye, Zoe. And he's crying. Zoe's crying. Thomas is just standing there. All freaking happy, actually. Because he's thinking, great. Let him go back to England. That's one less person we got to worry about, right? Xander, you're playing right into his hands. Like, you're doing exactly what he wants. It's so infuriating. I like Xander. I just want him to go to Liam and tell him everything. So, Thomas tries to stop Xander to tell him he better not tell anyone. And Xander's like, what, you gonna kill me like you killed Emma? Then he warns Thomas, if anything happens to Zoe, I'm going straight to the cops. And he and Xander leaves. Z- Zoe's freaking out. And honestly, I don't feel sorry for her at all. She's freaking out and Thomas tells her, oh, it's okay. Just let him go. Now the secret's safe. Just forget about him and move on with your life. And I'm like, what an ass. Thomas leaves and heads to the cabin. And he shows up at the cabin, and he walks in, and he's in a good mood. Of course he is. He just got rid of Xander. So Thomas kisses Hope again. And it's very obvious that she's uncomfortable, but she lets him kiss her this time. They both agree that they should tell Douglas before he hears the news from someone else. Then Thomas tells her he wants to celebrate after Douglas goes to bed. Just the two of them. Then he tries to kiss her again. And this time she stops him. And she tells him that she thinks they should wait to have sex until their wedding night. 
This makes Thomas angry. But he quickly, quickly hides it so that she doesn't notice. Then Thomas leaves and goes to the big house. And it's obvious that he's planning something. Because he's talking to himself. And he's saying, sorry buddy, but this has to be done. And that's how Thursday ends. So we already know something bad is going to happen. So that brings us in to Friday, the 12th. The show opens at Brooke's house with Brooke, Ridge, Hope, and Thomas. They are about to tell Douglas about the engagement. And Ridge, of course, is thrilled, while Brooke clearly is not. Thomas and Hope head upstairs. And Ridge gets on to Brooke for not acting happy or excited about the engagement. Brooke basically says, look, I need time. I'm not there yet. And Ridge is all happy because she said, yet. Brooke tries to explain to Ridge in a nice way, sort of, that Thomas is manipulating Hope. But of course, Ridge is not hearing it. Now we head over to Forrester. Wyatt stopped by to visit Flo at work to bring her dinner. And they are all lovey-dovey and kissy-huggy. And guess who walks in and sees them kissing? Sally. Poor Sally. Then we get a montage of Sally and Wyatt happy together. And Flo notices Sally and it's very awkward. Then Sally sends Flo on some errands so she can have some alone time with Wyatt. And Wyatt and Sally start talking about the relationship, their relationship, and how they were good together until Sally let him down. And of course she regrets it. Then Sally asks him, does Flo really make you happy? And Wyatt answers yes. And Sally lets him know that she's open to him in the future. She hasn't forgotten how they work together. And something tells her that he hasn't forgotten either. Then she kisses him. And by the way, he does not pull away. I'm like, okay, Wyatt is definitely confused. If he is so happy with Flo, why is he kissing Sally, why is he not pulling away? Now we head back to Brooks. Upstairs with Hope, Douglas, and Thomas. Thomas and Hope tell Douglas that Hope said yes and that Hope will be his new mommy. And Douglas is so excited. He's adorable. He really wants Hope to be his new mom. So he hopes the wedding will be soon. Hope tells him weddings take time, so it may be a little while, but it will happen. Then Hope goes downstairs and Thomas stays upstairs to put Douglas to bed. And downstairs, Ridge is so happy and he hugs Hope and he's so excited. Congratulations. And he goes to the kitchen to get champagne. Brooke makes another attempt. To talk some sense into Hope. Hope is hoping that the feelings for Thomas will come later. That maybe if she loves Douglas enough, then she'll eventually love Thomas. And Brooke begs her to wait until the feelings are there. She can keep dating Thomas. They can be together. They could be a family the whole nine yards. But just please don't marry him until you are in love with him. And then Brooke leaves to go find Bridge. Meanwhile, upstairs, Thomas is putting his diabolical plan into motion. Thomas has this little black box that he has plugged into his phone. And it, proje it projects a ghost image onto the wall dancing around. And he sets a timer and he turns it on. Then he shakes Douglas to wake him up and he runs out of the room. He sneaks out of the room. 
So Douglas is half asleep. He's a little boy. He's waking up. He's rubbing his eyes. So he, he sits up. And as you can imagine, a kid waking up and seeing a ghost is quite traumatizing. So he starts screaming. Of course, Hope rushes upstairs to see what's going on and to comfort him. And by the time she gets upstairs, the ghost has went, has disappeared. It, the timer went off and the ghost is gone. And so she's trying to comfort Douglas and he calls her mommy. And then Thomas runs into the room because he was in the shower, air quotes. He runs into the room to see what's going on. And Hope is hugging Douglas and she looks at Thomas and she says, we need to be together for Douglas. Because he's scared and he needs us. And then she says, you know what? We need to get married right away. And I'm like, no. So Thomas is so happy. His plan worked. He gets what he wants. And he says to himself, hope will finally be mine. And that's how Friday ends. So that brings us to the end of the week. Let's break this down and analyze it, shall we? Let's talk about Xander. I'm over it. Why doesn't he go to Liam and tell him everything? Then jump on a plane and get the hell out of Dodge. If he's breaking up with Zoe anyway, what's the difference? Or, don't even worry about leaving. Make a deal with Liam. Go to Liam and say, Look, dude, I have a secret. What I'm about to tell you will change everything. It will get rid of Thomas, and it will save Hope. And, you can get back together. This will change everything. But I need your word that if I tell you this, you will not put me and Zoe in prison. Right? Like, come on, Xander, think. All right, let's move on to Brooke. I feel bad for Brooke. She is in a really tough situation. But I don't think it will break them up. I don't think it will break her and Ridge up. Because when Ridge learns the truth about good old Tommy boy, he's going to see that Brooke, that Brooke was right. He's going to see... Her perspective, for sure. And I think that they will be okay. At least I hope so. I really feel for Brooke. Because it must be the worst thing in the whole entire world to watch your child making a horrible mistake. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. I don't have children, but I can only imagine. It's like watching a train wreck, I'm sure. I just wish that someone could get through to Hope. Now, let's talk about Zoe, even though I don't want to. I have two words for Zoe. F-U. I get that she wants to protect her dad. But at the same time, she has to see that this is getting out of hand. Emma freaking died. For crying out loud. You are willing to let Hope be with someone like Thomas, a murderer? Enough is enough. Tell your dad to get his shit together and go to a country with no extradition laws. And then go tell the truth. Or leave because I'm tired of you. Zoe, okay? I'm tired of you. Your, your crocodile tears, I don't buy them. You are selfish, very selfish. Let's talk about Wyatt. <sighs> I, I just can't understand Wyatt right now. 
truthfully though, in the grand scheme of things, I guess it makes sense because Bill and Liam are both flip floppers. So why not Wyatt too? But I don't understand Wyatt. Who are you in love with? Okay, you need to take a break, sir. You need to sit it down, take a break, and think about who you want to be with. Because this is not fair to either woman. It's obvious that Wyatt is confused and has feelings for both of them. I cannot wait to see what happens when he finds out the truth about Flo. Maybe he will then be able to forgive Sally. Because overall, Sally's lie is nothing compared to Flo's. It's like a little white lie compared to Flo's. Let's be honest. I don't know what Wyatt's going to do. But I do know that he's not going to be happy. If he broke up with Sally over that little lie, there's no way he's going to stay with Flo. But you never know. You never know. He may find a way to forgive her. Who knows? Now let's talk about Thomas. Thomas is literally diabolical. What kind of human being traumatizes their own child to get what they want? Don't get me wrong. To playfully scare your kid, I get. You know, like peekaboo or you know, gotcha type of thing. But to wake them up from a dead sleep, to scare them with a ghost, is evil. He can't possibly get any worse. And then he does. It's insane. Every single week I say, okay, this is the new low. Like, it can't get worse than this. And then every week it does. And I'm like, wow. When does this end? Like, where does this stop? How far are they willing to go with this? They've already killed someone, drugged someone, traumatized a child. How much further are we going? Oh, don't forget they tortured Liam and Hope. I'm scared for Hope. I'm truly scared because this is just insane behavior. Thomas needs mental and emotional help ASAP. I cannot, like I literally cannot. I'm truly, truly scared for Xander, Zoe, and Flo for that matter. I'm especially scared for whoever tells Hope and Liam the truth. Because you know good and well, Thomas is going to want revenge. I truly, truly hope the truth comes out before Hope marries this creep. This freaking diabolical cretent. Like, please let the truth come out before they say I do. Because if she marries him, I am not going to be able to take it, guys. Like, I am going to lose it. One thing that made me really excited is when Liam told Hope, what if I get proof? Because I was thinking, yes, you know, like, here we go. Finally, I've been saying for months, why is Liam not digging and getting dirt on Thomas? Why? So I got excited when Liam said that, but then at the same time, I'm like, mm, I don't want to get too excited because you know how they are on the soap. Sometimes they put things in the story that never come back. And you're just like, oh, okay, I guess we're supposed to forget that that happened. But I'm hoping that Liam digs up something on Thomas. But I just don't know. I don't know who's going to crack. Maybe Zoe's going to crack. Maybe the Emma dying and then losing Xander. Maybe it's just too much. I don't know, guys, but I really hope the truth comes out soon. So that brings us to the end of the episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. 
please get in touch with me with your comments, your predictions, your feedback. You can get in touch with me at thebeboldandbeautifulpodcast.com. You can email me at amanda at thebeboldandbeautifulpodcast.com. I'm also on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Also, if you listen on iTunes, please go on there. Give me a five-star rating, a little review. You can say whatever you want. And it really helps the business side of the podcast. I hope you guys have a really great week and weekend. I will be back in your ears next week. Until next time, bye guys.